Now, to this point, we've seen that our mind, our passions, and our heart have all been affected by sin and are therefore untrustworthy when it comes to knowing the purpose and will of God for our lives. In the last session, we examined the call of God upon each of our lives to seek his counsel in everything that we do. Here in this session, I want to examine some warnings of Scripture about ignoring the counsel of God in both our lives and in our endeavors. Let's begin our reflection with a passage from 2 Chronicles 25, verses 14 to 16. 2 Chronicles 25, 14 says this, After Amaziah came from striking down the Edomites, he brought the gods of the men of Seir and set them up as his gods and worshipped them, making offerings to them. Therefore the Lord was angry with Amaziah and sent him a prophet who said to him, Why have you sought the gods of a people who did not deliver their own people from their hands? But as he spoke, the king said to him, Have, you made, have we made you a royal counselor? Stop. Why should you be struck down? So the prophet stopped and said, I know that God has determined to destroy you because you have done this and have not listened to my counsel. This passage relates to a time when King Amaziah of Judah prepared to fight the Edomites, and in preparation for that, he gathered 300,000 men of his own men from Judah, and, he, and not feeling that that was sufficient, hired another 100,000 from Israel. Now, God, God warned him that he would not be with those Israelite soldiers that he had hired, and so Amaziah reluctantly let them go. But with his 300,000 men of Judah, Amaziah slew in, 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 in an overwhelming victory 20,000 Edomite soldiers. And with that victory, he returned home from the battle. And with him, as he returned home, came Edomite idols that he would literally fall down and, and worship. He would take with him the gods of the nation that he defeated, and he would bow down to those gods. And God was angry with Amaziah for worshiping these pagan gods. And he sent a prophet to reprimand him. And, and as that prophet came, Amaziah refused to listen and threatened even to strike down the prophet for reprimanding him for worshiping these pagan gods. And as a result, the prophet that God had sent to Amaziah speaks these words to him. I know that God has determined to destroy you because you have done this and have not listened to my counsel. God determined to destroy King Amaziah because he refused to listen to his counsel through the prophet. 
there was a serious implication for Amaziah's refusal to listen to the counsel of God about his idolatry. God determined to destroy him because he refused to listen to his counsel. A very important verse when it comes to this concept of listening to the counsel of God. In Amaziah's case, refusing to do so was his destruction. Consider next the words of Second Chronicles 33 verses 9 to 11, this time about King Manasseh. Second Chronicles 33 verse 9, Manasseh led Judah and the inhabitants of Jerusalem astray to do more evil than the nations whom the Lord destroyed before the people of Israel. The Lord spoke to Manasseh and to his people, but they paid no attention. Therefore, the Lord brought upon them the commandments, the commanders of the army of the king of Assyria, who captured Manasseh with hooks and bound him with chains of bronze and brought him to Babylon. This is the second king we speak of here. King Manasseh, who was an evil king, worse than the ungodly pagans in the nations that surrounded the, the Israel. And in Second Chronicles 33 and verse 10, we are told that God sent and spoke to, Amazon, to Manasseh, but, but he paid no attention. He refused to listen to the counsel of the Lord and chose rather to pursue his own path and notice the result. Therefore, verse 11, the Lord brought upon them the commanders of the army of the king of Assyria who captured Manasseh with hooks and bound him with chains of bronze and brought him to Babylon. The Lord sent the Assyrian army against Manasseh because he refused to listen to his counsel. And the king of Assyria captures him and took him into exile in chains. He lost his position as king. He lost his homeland. He was taken as a prisoner into a strange land because he refused to listen to the counsel of God. God took everything from him and he went from king of the nation to a humiliated prisoner in exile and all the blessings of God were stripped from him because he refused to listen to the counsel of God. Turn with me now to Psalm 81, verses 11 and 12. Listen to the warning of the psalmist in Psalm 81, verse 11 and 12. But my people did not listen to my voice Israel would not submit to me, so I gave them over to their stubborn hearts to follow their own counsels. Israel did not listen to God. God's people were not listening to his voice, and so God, as a result, gave them over to their stubborn heart to follow their own counsels. They got what they wanted and found out that, that it led to barrenness and death and brokenness. 
How different things could be have been for them. Listen to what God goes on to say in the next, in verses 13 and 14. Oh, that my people would listen to me, that Israel would walk in my ways. I would soon subdue their enemies and take my, and turn my hand against their foes. If only God's people had listened to his counsel, how different things would have been. He would have conquered their enemies and given them victory. All too many times we fail to seek the counsel of God to our own detriment. live defeated and weakened lives because we have determined to take matters into our own hands rather than seek the counsel of the Lord. If only we had sought the Lord, how different things would have been. But now we have been left to the counsel of our own will. We have been left to follow our own counsel. And so the psalmist tells his people that because they refused to listen to God and to seek his counsel, God left them to follow their own counsel. Paul has a very similar thing to say in Romans chapter 1, verses 28 to 31, where we read this. Romans 1, 28. And since they did not see fit to acknowledge God, God gave them to a debased mind to do what they ought, what ought not to be done. They were filled with all manner of unrighteousness, evil, covetousness, malice. They were filled with, full of envy, murder, strife, deceit, and maliciousness. They are gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful, inventors of evil, disobedient to parents, foolish, faithless, heartless, ruthless, though they knew God's righteous decree that they, that those who practice such things deserve to die. They did not only do them, but gave approval to those who practiced them. Now, Proverbs 3, 5 to 6 tell us that we are to acknowledge God in all of our ways. And in this case, these individuals did not see fit to acknowledge God, according to Paul in Romans chapter 1, in all their ways. And what was the result of refusing to acknowledge God and to seek his counsel and to follow his counsel? What was the result of their refusal to do so? God gave them over to their debased mind to do what ought not to be done. And Paul tells us that what they were all full of, they were full of all these unrighteousness and evil and covetous and malice. They were full of murder and envy and strife and deceit and maliciousness. They became gossips, slanderers, haters of God, insolent, haughty, boastful. They were foolish, faithless, heartless, and ruthless. And how does murder, strife, and slander play out in our society? How does covetousness, malice, gossip, pride affect our personal relationships with one another? Their society and personal relationships were being ripped apart. They lived each day in in a decaying and dysfunctional relationship and society. Their prisons were filled with murderers and thieves. Their society broke down because they did not acknowledge God or seek his counsel. And God left them to their own devices. Says. 
Now consider further the words of Proverbs chapter 1, verses 29 to 32. Proverbs 1, 29. Because they hated knowledge and did not choose the fear of the Lord, would have none of my counsel, and despised all my reproof, therefore they shall eat the fruit of their way, and have their fill of their own devices, for the simple are killed by their turning away, and the complacency of fools destroy them. The writer to the proverb says very much the same thing that Paul is saying, and what the psalmist is saying that those who did not choose the fear of the Lord and and did not seek his counsel would be given over to the fruit of their own ways. God would give them over to their own devices. The simple would be killed by their turning away and the complacent would be destroyed. It's a fearful thing to be left to our own ways and devices. The sinful heart let loose is devastating to our society. The sinful passions released destroy our relationships. What happens when we ignore the counsel of God? We are released to our own devices. And what a terrible and terrifying thing that is in our society. Now let's look again at Proverbs chapter 1, this time verse 24 to 30, and listen to what he says, verse, well actually verses 24 to 26, this is what Proverbs 1 and verse 24 says, because I have called you and you refuse to listen, I have stretched out my hand and no one has heeded. Because you have ignored all my counsel and have none of my reproof, I will laugh at your calamity. I will mock when terror strikes you. Now, the writer speaks here once again about a people who refuse to listen and ignore the counsel of God. And notice what he says will happen. God tells those people who ignore his counsel that when calamity strikes them, he will laugh at them. And when terror strikes, he will mock them. The idea here is that if you refuse to listen to the counsel of God and find yourself in trouble, you're the only one to blame. And can you come seeking God to bail you out when you have ignored his constant warning? There comes a time after refusing the counsel of God when you are left to face the consequences of your actions. Ignore the counsel of God at your own risk. Take charge of your own destiny at your own peril. Walk away from the word of God and his counsel and you'll find yourself in serious trouble. Jeremiah 17 verses 5 and 6 is probably one of the most powerful verses on this subject. Listen to what Jeremiah 17 and verse 5 says. Thus says the Lord, Cursed is the man who trusts in man and makes flesh his strength, whose heart turns away from the Lord. He is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. 
Now, there are two ways that we can live. We can seek the counsel of God and walk in it, or we can trust in human strength and wisdom. And Jeremiah tells us that those who trust in man, make the flesh their strength, and turn their heart from God, will be cursed. There is a curse, according to Jeremiah, upon anyone who does not seek the counsel of God and turns instead to do things in their own way. And notice, according to Jeremiah 17 and verse 6, the nature of that curse. He, the one who refuses the counsel of God and turns instead to human strength and wisdom, he is like a shrub in the desert and shall not see any good come. He shall dwell in the parched places of the wilderness in an uninhabited salt land. The blessing of God will be removed from that person's life because there is no blessing in worldly ways and turning to our own wisdom and using our own strength. The curse of God, says Jeremiah, is upon all who refuse the counsel of God and turn instead to their fleshly ways to seeking their own devices. Now, there are some serious warnings about not seeking the counsel of the Lord in Scripture. Amaziah and Manasseh lost everything because they ignored the counsel of God. God gave others over to their own devices to suffer the devastating consequences of following their own wisdom and strength and desires and passions. God laughed at others and ignored them in their calamity that was that were that what was the result of their disregard for his counsel. Jeremiah tells us that there is a curse upon all who trust in man and make the flesh their strength and turn from God and his counsel. Now, these are serious matters that we cannot ignore. Now we all want to know the blessing of the Lord, but it's all too easy not to take these warnings seriously. These aren't warnings that these are warning they're not warnings that we've not already heard before. We've read them in scripture, we've we've heard them preached we, about those things and, and but the problem is 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 that we're not so easy it's not so easy for us to take these warnings seriously. Do we truly believe what God's word says that there is in fact a curse upon those who choose to ignore the counsel of God and choose and, and choose rather to follow their own devices, their own will, their own passion their own heart. Where are those who, who will truly consider what Scripture teaches here? Those who will learn not only the futility of trusting in the flesh, but those who will determine in their mind that they will no longer trust the flesh. Instead, they will seek the Lord and acknowledge Him in all their ways. May God give to us a deeper understanding to know the futility of a life that does not seek the counsel of God, and may he help us to understand that he knows the plans that he has for us. And may our hearts be committed to seeking him, his counsel, 
And may we turn from our own will, our own passions, our own desires. May we die to all of those so that we can seek his heart, his counsel, his will, and know the blessing of walking in it.